0: Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. This is episode 13, and I am so excited to talk about uh, today's topic um, the topic of meal planning. And this is something that I have been, I guess you can call, researching for a really long time. Um, I've always been a planner, I've always loved having a plan for things, um, including meals. But, um, to jump right back right into everything, I used to suck at meal planning. Yep. I used to suck really bad. And it it wasn't, I sucked because I didn't understand how to do it because the concept really is, is not that hard. You know, you, you have certain amount of days of the week, you have certain things that you need to eat and you know, you make a plan for it. But What I found difficult was the actual implementation of it. Um, Like, when I was a teacher, so those of you that have listened to my other episodes know that I used to be a teacher. I taught for 14 years, and I was a first grade teacher for part of that time. And for part of the time, I was also actually a special education teacher. And I taught children with a variety of different learning needs. So, basically, I had to look at a subject and break it down for them in such a way that they could learn it, in parts, make it easier less overwhelming. So, there are things that you don't think about um, when you're not um, learning about how to teach a child. So, for example, like when you're learning how to write, you're not just learning how to write. It seems so simple. But you're actually dealing with so many different aspects of learning how to write. So, you're learning how to form letters. You're learning how to space letters within a word. You're learning how to space words within a sentence. Sentences within a paragraph. Paragraph on your paper. Um, Spelling of words. What you're actually writing about. The organization of your thoughts. Transition words. Um, Using you know exciting language versus boring language. I mean the list goes on and so when you look at a subject in that way you begin to realize how challenging and stressful it actually can be. So I started realizing that meal planning was the same way. I mean, the idea of it is pretty simple. Um, you, you know, like I said, you just put down what you want to eat. But when you take a step back and you think about all the different things we have to do when we meal plan, um, we have to think about the different types of, you know, meals. Like you have breakfast, you have lunch, you have dinner, you have snacks. We have to think about who we're planning this for and what they like. What are things that they like? I mean, we all want to eat things that we enjoy. Same goes with our family. I mean, I have a five-year-old that doesn't really enjoy anything right now. But, you know, we still want to make things our family enjoys. We have to think about all the different people in our family and all the different types of either dietary needs like I can't do gluten. Um my husband doesn't do any animal products very little dairy but no meat at all. Um I have kids that you know kids are more simplistic in their in their flavors. Um I have a picky 5-year-old. So you have to think about all those things. Then you also have to think about when you're when you're deciding what they want to eat like you decide okay, well Tuesday we're going to have a pasta type dish. Well then you have to think about going out and finding the exact recipe you want to make for it. Thinking about the ingredients. How are you going to shop for them? Where are you going to shop for them? Um, The energy of putting in to making the meal, prepping the meal, um, the equipment you're using, the cleanup. I mean, there's so many aspects of meal planning in and of itself that no wonder I sucked at it for so long. And when I started looking at meal planning like I did my teaching, I started to realize that there had to be a better way. I had to be able to teach myself how to do this in a more simplistic way. I found that there are so many times that I was exhausted and petered out by midweek. I had prepped and planned for, you know, put all this effort into prepping and planning this week for a worth of meals, but my energy was used up. And by the time midweek happened, I was so tired and either I would force myself to get up and follow the plan. And by doing that, I was borrowing energy that I did have. And after weeks of this, I would just crash and burn. And then I wouldn't meal plan for like a month because I was so tired of it. Um, Or I found that, you know, we didn't feel like eating that one meal. I didn't have the energy to make it um, or both. I didn't have the energy to make something nobody felt like eating. So they were going to complain. And then we're wasting food because, in my meal plan the next day I had totally something else planned. So, you know, it's, it's a domino effect. It piles up. And I realized that it didn't have to be this difficult. There had to be a simpler way to do this. There had to be an easy way to choose a recipe. I mean, the internet is so oversaturated with so many things between Pinterest and Instagram and websites and you know, I am a food blogger. I create recipes and this was hard for me. So I can only imagine how other people felt about this. It had to be something that was difficult for a lot of people, not just me. Um. So I started taking notes. I started breaking things down. I started treating this like I did when I was teaching and I started researching what was the reason behind all this. Like I knew I couldn't I wasn't alone. Like I knew that it wasn't just me being lazy or just, I wasn't cut out for it because I'm an organized person. Like I had to have, I had to be cut out for some sort of plan with our meals because when you don't plan your meals, it's complete chaos. And then you turn to drive throughs all the time. And I am not anti drive throughs I just, you know, it's not good for you to be eating out every single day. Even if you're trying to eat healthy, you know, when you eat out, there's So many oils and and Sodium and and all that stuff Like builds up on your body and you feel Sluggish and it's just Expensive to eat out All the time Um, the days that we Did meal plan and we started going to the Grocery store without a plan and I mean I'll tell you that I spent on a Grocery strip a grocery trip if I don't Have um, a list I'll spend at least $50 more So um, It started adding up you know So I knew there had to be a reason why most of us are feeling this way. And I started doing research and I found that there was a reason. We weren't just lazy. Um, We weren't just not cut out for this. And I started taking notes and created a way and a system to make it simpler, to make it easier, um, not only from the plan itself, but I started creating a system where... I didn't need to stick to a stickler, all or nothing plan. Um, Something, I wanted something more fluid, more flexible. Um, I wanted something that used less energy. And I started realizing that there were meals that I made that just used up a ton of energy. And while I had that once in a while, I didn't have that every day of the week. Um, I started figuring out ways to make meals um, that were less energy, that didn't, t- didn't, you know, use all of my energy up. And I also started giving myself a forced reset. And those of us that are moms know that um, when it comes to self-care, we um, suck at it, <laughs> which is part of the reason why we suck at meal planning. Um, because we go and we go and we go and we do and we do and we do. And eventually we crash and burn and I started seeing the similarities between being a mom and meal planning and, um, started realizing it didn't, you know, didn't have to be this way. Um, so we, I started just taking notes and, um, I started talking to friends and started noticing people online and I started asking questions to my audience and lo and behold, everyone felt the same way. I mean, most people did. Most people felt that it was hard and they wanted to do it, but they just couldn't bring themselves to a meal plan. It was a lot of energy. And the reasons why they didn't meal plan or had a hard time with it were the same reasons I did that they'd peter out. They didn't always feel like eating a certain thing. Um, it just took too much time to put it together. It took too much time to prep everything for every single day. Um, and it was, it was so eye opening that I felt like I wasn't alone. I was, I, I finally, I remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, thank God this isn't just me. And, um, I knew that I had to create a system to help people, not just me, but I put the system into place. I did it for a while. Um, I asked a few friends to, you know, try some things out. Um, and it was an aha moment that made me realize that there, there was a middle ground there from the, you know, complete black and white, crazy recipes, everyday meal plan on one end to the not planning anything at all and having meals and every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, be a complete stress case of um, a different type of stress, you know, not the stress of having a plan and having to fall through with it and the energy it takes and that, but it was a different type of stress. It was the stress of, you know, not having a plan and gosh, people were hungry and uh, God, what do I feel like eating? And I don't know. And gosh, now I have to get dinner together and oh my gosh, we only have half an hour and you know, we have soccer and you know, this and that. And so I knew there had to be a middle ground. And those of you that know me are laughing because that's kind of what my brand is all about. Veggies don't bite is It's about this middle ground that. Things don't have to be black and white. You don't have to be 100% eating vegan plant-based meals or none at all. There is a middle ground. And just because social media or the online world in general make you feel like if you can't do it, you're a failure, it's not true. Because there's ways to do things that are different that work for each of us as individuals we don't all have to conform to one way of doing something. And so when I was creating this meal system, I wanted to make sure that I was creating something flexible that anybody could implement, and it wasn't a one-size-fits-all. Because there were times where I myself wanted to be flexible. There are times where I myself didn't want to have to do things a certain way in the same way. Um, so I did that. I realized that there are ways to make things fluid in meal planning. Fluid meal planning, um, what a concept. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to share this with you. I have a master class that I have recorded um, that gives you a little bit of an idea as to why um, all this is true and the actual reasoning behind it. So make sure that when you're um, look at the show notes, um, the blog post on this, that you uh, sign up for this masterclass. It's free um, and you can listen and um, figure it out and see that you aren't alone in this. You are not the only person. You're not, you know, meal planning can work for you. you there is a way to make it fluid. There is a way to make it simple. Um, it doesn't have to be so stressful and i just find in general in life, we make things so stressful sometimes. And I'm learning through all this stuff that's happening with the pandemic and, um, life in general, I'm learning that we can take a step back and make things simple. We don't have to take the hard, tough road all the time. And while some things, you know, really are harder than others in general, we can mostly simplify things um, so that they aren't as challenging as we think they are. So I hope that um, my meal system will work for you. Um, It's a course that I sell, but the masterclass gives a lot of information for you just to hear about what I have to say and my reasoning um, about it all. Um, But it's, I I spent years creating this course and it's really exciting because it's quick and easy. It's nothing hard. I mean, you can finish it in less time it takes to binge watch one of your favorite shows on Netflix. That's kind of my tagline. And it's something that I was able to create and do to work for my family. My family of three kids and one husband and you know, we all have different tastes and, and I'm a busy person. I run a business and raise my kids and I've, been able to sustainably plan our meals in this way, um, long-term, um, it's not something that, that tires me out because it's, it, it makes me, the part of the system is a forced reset, which I feel like some of us have to be forced to take a break and take a reset, which is so important. Um, but I hope it helps other people because I, think it's so important to have things have some sort of um fluid idea of what's happening so that life isn't stressful because it's too short to be stressful um and i know like right now it's just a really hard time you know it's it's been challenging for us like for me um it's been hard and all i want is to simplify things and enjoy life you know as much as we can so i hope that um It helps, and make sure to tune in next episode because I'm going to go deeper into the why, um, the research behind the why um, that I felt this way, that I felt so burnt out by meal planning and so overwhelmed, Um, and it's actually a real research-based phenomenon. So tune in with us next time, and thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate it. Please make sure to rate and review if you love it. It helps me so much um, to get all these ratings and reviews, and um, I appreciate you all. Chat next time.